0: We love you. We love you. We love you. And everybody agrees, said? Amen. Amen. Give it up for Jesus one more time. Like I said last week, listen, if you're comfortable, give somebody a high five, shake a hand. If you're not, we're totally cool, but love on somebody this morning. Glad you're here. Super glad you're here. Well, good morning. Doesn't the presence of God feel amazing? Whew. Man. Sorry. Hey, happy Father's Day to all the dads. Give it up for all the dads. So blessed to have you in the house. So blessed. Hey, we're gonna continue to worship the Lord uh, with our giving today. We're gonna honor Him today. There's a few different ways you can give. You can give online, elevate.city. You can text to give. Put the amount that you want to and text to that number. You can give through envelopes if you're watching online. Can we give it up for everybody that is online today? Come on, get really loud. Man, I have been, literally, I've been so blessed. I've received messages from all over the country. I got a message from somebody in California that's been watching us recently. I'm like, man, God is good. The Word of God is spreading. The Gospel is moving just so thankful. But if you're online and you want to give, you can always mail uh, into the church. But come on, let's honor Jesus today with our giving. Let's trust him and put him first and foremost. Okay? Let's pray. Father, we love you. We thank you for the opportunity to sow and to give into your kingdom. We thank you, God. We thank you, God, for 2 Corinthians chapter 9 that tells us. That as we sow, as we trust, that you are a good God that blesses and provides. (laughs) God, I pray you bless your people like never before as they trust you today. We love you. We trust you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. You guys can take up the offering. Hey, uh, a few things as we're uh, taking up offering today. Um, First of all, today, When you drove in, I don't know if you saw, but the whole entire field was set up for our kids, elementary kids. They're having summer Olympics today and they're gonna have a blast. And uh, man, if you know a family with some kids, invite them to church, because their kids will have the best time of their life. So that's happening. Um, July 5th, July 5th, look at your neighbor, say July 5th. Online only, okay? Uh, Saturday is the 4th of July. Sunday morning we're just going to do online only so that you can enjoy fireworks. I don't know who's having fireworks. I think like everybody in the world should buy fireworks and just shoot them off from, from the roof of their house. Now don't get hurt, okay. And if you do get hurt, don't blame it on me, okay. But July 5th is online only. Uh July 10th, am I right? July 10th, summer nights. Come on, give it up for summer nights. We got Double D's barbecue truck coming out that night. We're gonna have bonfires. We're gonna have s'mores. I had a s'more last night. Anybody had a s'more lately? That'll just bring a lot of joy to your heart, okay? I'm just telling you. But we got a... 20-foot high, slip and slide for the kids. We're going to have cornhole. It's just going to be a good night. You're just building community, spending some time with each other. July 10th, that night, it's going to be really, really good. Um, if you're a first-time visitor, can we give it up for anybody that has a first-time visitor today? Come on, get real loud for them. Thanks for coming. Uh, if you'll just text the number on the screen, give us a shout-out. Let us know that you're here today. Uh, we won't bother you. We just want to give you a little information about who we are here at Elevate Church and, uh, and uh, bless you. Amen. All right. We're going to have some fun. Okay. I love giving things and I love giving out things. Okay. So we're going to give out some stuff. We're going to give out some Visa gift cards. And then where's my dudes that are going to get the grill? Where's, where's my grill dudes? Grill dudes, go get that. Listen, we're giving away a pit boss today. Okay. I don't know if you know what a pit boss is, but it is a boss of grills, okay? You can grill on this thing. You can smoke on this thing. You can basically do anything in this thing, okay? And so we're gonna give one away today. So, but first, we're gonna give out Vanna White (laughs) right here. Woo, look at that. I mean, look. Who loves grilled corn? I love grilled corn. Come on, somebody. We're going to give away some gift cards first. Some great mustaches, okay? Nothing says fatherhood like a great mustache, okay? And so we got some great mustaches. So our first winner today, $25 Visa gift card, is Brandon Rose. Where is Brandon at? Where is Brandon at? Come here, Brandon. Oh. <laughs> show this thing off. Look at this. Give it up for Brandon, everybody. Congratulations, man. Second winner, $25 gift card. It's, it's just no surprise. Aquaman, get up here, man. Get up here. Get up here, man. I mean, from the moment Jacob Denman walked into our church, listen, This is a G of Gs, okay? Look at this. Look at the curl, the beard, the muscles, the American flag. Give it up for Jacob Deadman, everybody. I love you. All right. We're going to go back in time for this one, okay? We're going to go in the way back machine, okay? I saw a picture of somebody, and I just saw it. This is one of the greatest mustaches that have ever been on the earth, okay? It's just, it's that solid, it's that great. Can you put up that picture, everybody? You, come here, my man. That is Dan Revisan. Come here, Dan, come on up here. That was Dan and Bernie. Dur- Bernie, put up your head, listen, listen. You were a power couple. They rocked. I don't know. Was that the 80s? Early 90s? Early 90s. Listen, you guys were ruling the land. And because of that mustache, you get a $50 gift card. Give it up for Dan, everybody. Oh, I love Dan and Bernie so much. All right. We're going to give away a grill. All the dads start praying. Start praying. All right. Not cheating. All right. Drum roll. Drum roll. Drum roll. You got your ticket? You got your ticket? Good. Good. Four. Everybody still in? Everybody in? Four. Okay. Seven. God's number. God's number. Okay. Four, seven. Zero. How many guys do we still have in? How many we still got in? Woo. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Zero. Two. Woo. Here we go. Here we go. Five. Last but not least, we got a niner. We got a niner. Who's our winner? Who's our winner? 470259er. Is this real? Huh? Is this real? 470259er going once? Going twice? We're done. We're oh we got we got, huh? Wait. Kevin, come on up here. Give it up for Kevin, everybody. Yes. Listen. Dude. You couldn't find your ticket. Well, the Holy Spirit brought it back, bro. This bad boy is yours. You better smoke some barbecue. You better make some food for everybody. We love you. (laughs) Happy Father's Day. Give it up for Kevin, everybody. All right. Thanks. Um... Hey, I got a little video today, and uh, it's just to honor all the dads in the house. Okay, and let me preface this: there's there's this really special dad in the house that I think just represents all dads, and this dad just falls asleep all the time. And this is how dads live, man. Dads work hard, dads work hard, and they get home and they're tired. And so we just got a special Father's Day video. Go ahead and uh, roll that video for me. Shannon. (laughs) Happy New Year. (laughs) <laughs> Did you find it? Crap! Okay. Well, it's Mother's Day. <laughs> Shannon. <Whoa. laughs> Shan. <laughs> Give up for Shannon Wesley, everybody. <clears throat> Happy Father's Day, bro. Listen, you're an American gem. That's all I'm saying. You are wildly awesome. Seriously, happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Um, man, you're flexing today with them Flint Jordans. I'm feeling that, bro. I love it. Hey, nobody put me on preachers with sneakers. These are fakes. They're knockoffs from China. I didn't spend $800, okay? So don't don't post me up, okay? But happy Father's Day to all the dads. Um, I'm really, really proud of Elevate Church. We have a lot of just amazing dads and uh, great fathers. And um, I'm just super thankful for a a house of God with great dads. So come on, give it up for all the dads one more time. (laughs) Truth is, we need strong men. And um, we need strong men that are not just strong, but we need strong men that are full of the Holy Spirit and men that can hear from heaven and help lead their families and help lead um, our nation and help lead our communities. And one of the things I've learned about being a father and men is that dads have to wear a lot of hats. And we got to do a lot of different things. You know, one, we're leaders in our home. We have to have wise decisions. We have to do a great job at leading our kids. We'll be the wise one in the home. And then the next day, we're the coach of life. You know, like right now, I'm in different seasons with all my boys. So um, if you don't know my family, the first one is put up that picture of Luke. This is uh, my little one, Luke. He's five. Look at those Toon Squad shorts, okay? Busting out Bugs Bunny shorts, Jordan. Okay, play that little video. So like, <laughs> taking me with him to the league. So I got to, you know, do the, the sports thing with him, okay? So then my next son, put, put that next picture up. Okay. That, this is my son, Ben, okay? If you oh, gosh, if you ever get the chance to eat wings with Ben, it's just an experience, okay? It's just an experience, okay? But so, like, it, with Luke, I'm teaching him how to play sports, and we're just having fun, and we're wrestling a lot. But this kid is about to turn 11, okay? And so I literally told Jess the other day, like, like 11, I got to have the talk. Like, the talk talk, you know what I mean? Because, like, we believe in our house. Like, we want our kids to hear from us first before they hear from the world. Can I get an amen on that, okay? But can you imagine having a talk with this kid, okay? (laughs) This saucy kid, you know? So I'm in that season with him. And then all right, next picture is my oldest. This is my oldest. His name's Michael, okay? And like, I'm in a different season with him, like helping him become a man, you know? So like the other week we had basketball practice and it was early had basketball practice at 8 a.m. And we live in, we live down here and he plays in Troy. So we have to leave at like 6.45 in the morning. So he had basketball practice. And then we got home and all the wood for our deck got delivered. Okay. And so there was all these like 20-foot long, t- pre-treated, rain-soaked wood. And I was like, bro, we got to move all this. And he was like, you got to be joking me. You know what I mean? He's like, there is no way we're doing this. Okay? And so we lifted like three boards. And after the third board, he was like, I'm done. He's like, my arms are literally going to fall off. I'm like, no, they're not going to fall off. And you're not done because we're going to work hard, right? Because I'm in that season. I got to teach him stuff like that. Okay? As a father, we wear hats like what? Like the provider. We got to be good providers for our home. We got to give good things to our children. As fathers, we got to be what? Good encouragers. I believe in speaking words of life over my children, especially as fathers. Fathers have a way of shaping identity. And as a father, we have to be good encouragers and we gotta be able to speak life. We gotta be able to be somebody that they can come and cry on our shoulders and be encouragement. We have to be protectors to our family. My favorite, one of my favorite things, Ben does not like when I don't pray with him at night. He knows it's protection. We're not just praying things. And he feels that protection. We gotta be great protectors. We gotta be great lovers. We gotta love people. We gotta love our wives. Great fathers love their wives well. Great fathers love their families well. And we could go on and on about all the different things that fathers have to be, but the best thing that a father can be, a father can be a great leader. Okay? And to be a great leader, we have to have men that have experienced the goodness of God and know the goodness of God. Michael, we were driving to basketball the other night. We had this like, you know, 45 minute drive up and 45 minute drive back. And we were listening to Bethel's new album. Anybody like Bethel's new album? It's just, it's amazing. It's so good if you haven't listened to it. And we were listening to Bethel's album and, and Michael said this to me, he said, dad, he said, he said, how do you hear Jesus so well? And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, he goes Dad, you just, it's like, it's like you just hear the Holy Spirit. It's like you just know the voice of God. And I said to him, I said, the answer is this, it's experience. It's experience. And I told him, I've experienced the presence of God because I spend time with Jesus. Okay, so as great men, we have to learn how to experience the presence of God. Because when I experience Jesus, when I as a father, when I as a man experience the goodness of God, then what can I do? I can express the goodness of God. I can express his nature. I can express it, and when I express the relationship in the nature that I have, in this relationship I have with Jesus, it does what? It invites everybody around me into that same kind of relationship. What Michael was really saying was, I want a relationship with God the Father like you do. I want to hear his voice like you do. And that's what happens as me, even as a leader of this church, as I experience the goodness of God, I can take you on this journey to also experience the goodness of God. Gives us the opportunity. So today we're going to look at three characteristics of experiencing God's goodness. Especially for men. We need men that know the presence and the goodness of God. And So my first point today is this. We need men to experience the goodness of God. Proverbs chapter three, verse five. If you don't have a Bible, it'll be on the screen for you. Proverbs chapter three, verse five. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. I can get an amen. Do not depend on your understanding. I think this is tough for men. Men love to lean into their own intellect. Men love to lean on their experiences, love to lean on things that they know and they understand. And so when there are moments that we don't understand life or we don't understand our marriage or we don't understand what's going on with our kids or we don't understand something, it's hard for us. I know for me, like my favorite thing when I don't understand things is this, okay? I just want to get a pair of Jordans on, and I want to take a ball, and I want to go play basketball. Why? Because I understand it, right? I I understand the way that it flows off my fingertips. I understand that if my elbow's out just a little bit, that shot's going to go to the right a little bit. I understand the feeling of, you know, putting on shoes and running up and down the court. I understand it. And a lot of times in life, especially for men, we run to things that what? We understand. But the Lord wants us to take us to this place that we're not leaning on our understanding. See, God loves the idea for all of us that we're at this place where our understanding runs out, it's frustrating. I'm not gonna tell you that I like it or I enjoy it or when I get to the end of the road and I'm like, I have no idea what the answer is. And it's not that God is cruel or that he's upset at us. He wants us to push into him. And sometimes, especially for men, we have to understand this, that our heart will take us somewhere our minds can't. This is why worship's so important. Like, we, I, I don't know if you, you, some of you are new, some of you have been here for a while. I don't know if you've caught this yet. Like, we're not just doing songs to do songs. We're not just playing music to play music. I could care less about that. My prayer every single week, Lord, make this a tent of worship, like in the Old Testament, a house of worship. Because I understand something that in worship, I know and I get it, your mind can't take you to the throne room of God, but your heart can. And we need men, especially men, because women get it. Let's just be honest, like women, are way more emotional, and they can be led by their heart, and they can be led into the throne room of God pretty easily. But men, it's tough. Like, you'll watch in worship so many times, you'll watch men doing this. I'm like, either they're scared, they're having a heart attack, or, I mean, you know why men do that? Because they don't understand it. Because worship's not something you understand. It's, it's something you experience. Does that make sense? But as you experience the goodness of God, it melts away the hardness, the rough edges. You know, I'll never forget, Bruce, do you mind me sharing? Bruce and Stevie been with us from the get, from the jump. They sent us this beautiful letter when we opened the church. And Bruce came to, uh, came to church. And I remember after service, he came up to me. And he just said, I just cried through worship in the whole service. And he was like, what was going on? And I'm like, it's just the presence of God. You're just tasting the goodness of God. We need men that understand that. We need men that understand that because when you understand it, you display it to the world, right? When you understand God's love and his grace and his mercy and, and, and it's something you can't wrap around in your thoughts, but you know it to the core of you, it gets expressed into all areas of the world, amen? Point number two is this, beyond what we can think. God wants us to experience things beyond what we can think. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 through 21, in the Amplified Version, it says this. Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose, God has a purpose for you. His purpose is his plans. Okay? And I'm going to show you that his purposes and his plans are for good, not for disaster. Something you can trust and hold on to. It says this, to do superly abundantly more. More. I love that. More than you could dare to ask or think. I can ask for some big things. I don't know about you guys, okay? I can think of some big things. It says, infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams according to his power at work in us. Okay, so this verse is dealing with two things. First is dealing with this, what you can pray and ask for. Outwardly prayers or even secret things in the heart of hearts, your heart of hearts. He's saying, listen, God wants to do infinitely, abundantly more than you could ever ask for. But let's just stop there for a second. I think so many of us don't even have everything God has for us because we're afraid to ask him. We're afraid that he's upset at us or he's angry at us. And it's just the last, last thing. God loves you so much and he wants you to ask. And not just ask for the things that make sense, but the things that don't make sense. So he says, I'm going to deal with that first, the things that you pray for, the things that are your biggest prayers on your best day, on your best level of faith. He says, listen, I'm going to do more than anything you can do. Does that make sense? Because we think we can do a lot. But then the second thing is this. He says, I'm going to deal with your imaginations. Okay? I'm going to deal with your dreams, your plans, your goals, all these imaginations. And what God says is this. He goes, I want you to experience my goodness so that you can say yes to my plans, right? Because we need men, especially we need men, that will say yes to go, God, I want your plan, right? I want your timing. I want your agenda. I want the things that you thought for me. Yes, Father, I want to yield. And I think this is what's super tough, and it's not just tough for men, it's tough for all of us. It's this idea that I'm going to yield to the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit will ask us to do some jacked up things. Can I get an amen from anybody? The Holy Spirit will ask you to give that, person at the store that you've never met a hundred dollars you'd be like come again i don't know that person let's just be honest it's not even really about the hundred dollars it's more about you don't know that person and you feel like you're going to be an idiot if you go up and talk to that person i mean have you ever walked by somebody down the street or in the store and the lord goes i want you to pray for that person the Holy Spirit's like, I need you to yield to me. I need you to do what I want you to do. See, there's this place that God intends for us to get to that we understand that we're not just here for ourselves, but we're here for the world. We're here to bless the world. We're here to touch the world. We're here to experience the goodness of God. And as we experience the goodness of God, we can do what? Reveal the goodness of God. Don't you think people need that right now? Don't you think our world needs to see people, see men? that are willing to go, yes, Lord. Yeah, I'll go cut that person's grass. Yeah, God, I'll go bless that family. Yeah, God, whatever your plan is for this day. Because I know like I wake up and I'm like, man, my day is packed. You know what I mean? You're like, from morning to the end of the day. And I don't even think there's time sometimes for God to go, hey, I want you to do this. Because I have my whole day planned. We need people that can go, hurry God, what is on your agenda today? What's on your heart? What's the plans that you have for me today? Yielded to his plans. But the best thing that I love that Ephesians tells us is that his plan for you is beyond anything you could ever dream or imagine. Now, now people will fight me on that. I don't know why. People are like, I don't really know if I believe that. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I didn't write the Bible. God did. He wanted to express his goodness to you. Now there is a working with the Holy Spirit, there is a obedience side to this. There is a faith side to this. and God goes, if you can learn to trust me that way and be obedient and walk in faith, I'll do more than you could ever ask. I'll do more than you could ever ask. I don't know if you've learned this yet, but I know I have like you can't outgive God. Like you literally cannot outgive God. Because God is showing you his nature and his character. And his nature and character is what? He's a good father. He wants you blessed. Point number three, worship team, or Nick and the guys, you guys can come up. Point number three is this, the renewed mind. Romans chapter 12, verse 2, says this. And do not be conformed to this world any longer with its values and customs. Can we just like stop there and go, this is really important right now. This is really important right now. Listen, there's some things in culture that are great and there's some things in culture that are happening. Like, listen, like this whole whole racism thing, there's some sides that I don't agree with it, but to the core of it, I'm like, man, I'm so excited that we're dealing with this. I'm so excited that as a country, we're trying to move forward. Like we need it. The world needs it. Right? You know? It's like it's like it's like it's like a car stuck in a ditch that can't get out. And the Lord's like, see, man. The devil, man, he's so dumb. He he uses things for for his purposes. But the Lord will use all things for his glory. So even though there's some dumb things happening, God will redeem it all. See, it's so funny like we think the world's falling apart right now and like even in worship today, the Lord was like, I'm in control. I'm in control. You might think things are rolling off the rails, nothing's rolling off the rails right now. God uses everything for his glory. But there are some things in culture, there are some things in this world that we can't conform to. We have to be people, men of God, especially men that know the word of God and go, this is truth. I'm going to build my family, and I'm going to build my life on this book. I know the Bible doesn't make perfect sense all the time, but that's faith. Learning to trust the Lord. So Romans says, don't be conformed to this world any longer, to the values of customs. But be transformed, progressively changed as you spiritually mature. I don't want to ever stop maturing, ever. Like, I'm not going to get to 50 and be like, no, I got it. I want to be, listen, the Lord, he told me right here. He said, you have 88 years or the rapture. I hold the Lord to it. But when I'm 80, I want to grow. Constantly growing in the things that, of God, But it says, by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values, ethical attitudes, so that you may prove what the will of God is, which is good and acceptable and perfect, His plans and purposes for you. The other day, I'll tell you a quick story. We live on this road called 122. And I was coming down this back road. And there's a certain time of the day that this road gets backed up. It'll get like 30 cars deep, okay. And I'm kind of like in the back and I'm frustrated. I don't want to wait for 30 cars, you know, it's a hot day. And this guy behind me like pulls up in this truck. And we're waiting like two minutes. And he starts laying on his horn. And like we're 30 cars deep. And at first I thought, oh, he just like missed, he like did something wrong. Like two minutes later, he's laying on his horn again, okay? Two minutes later, he's laying on his horn again. Two minutes later, he's swearing and laying on his horn. At this point, I'm thinking, this would be a perfect time to have a gun in the car, okay? Because if I had a gun, I would unload a clip into his car, Okay. And I might be doing 25 to life at that point, but it might be worth it at that moment, okay? But then I thought and I said, you know what? I have a renewed mind in Christ Jesus. Can I get an amen? So I like looked back at him. I just started like waving at him, laughing. I like encouraging him I'm like, come on, more, more. It's really helping, you know? I'm like, I got a renewed mind until I got to the stop sign. Then I got to the stop sign, and I think he was mad at me at that point. He started like revving his engine, like up to like my car, and then the renewed mind went away because I had to tell him that he was number one and that I was going to show him some things at that point, okay? But thank God for a renewed mind, Right? Because when we experience the goodness of God, he renews us, he changes us. When we experience his love, when our heart takes us somewhere our mind can't. He renews the way we think, the way we operate. When we think like Jesus, we'll display Jesus to the world. We'll display who he is. When we encounter his love, it'll change who we are based on how we grew up because the truth is this, even if you had a wonderful, great, amazing father, he's not perfect. He's not Jesus. And the reality is, For a lot of us, we didn't even have great fathers. My dad, when things got hard in the world, what did he do? He cheated on my mom, he watched porn, he left his wife and kids, and he ran from his responsibilities. That's what my dad did. But you know what I love? Is that I'm not that man. I'm not that man just because I don't want to be that man. I'm not that man because I've experienced Jesus. And when you experience Jesus and you experience the goodness of God, it changes everything. When you experience and yield to the Holy Spirit, he renews your mind, he renews your thinking. When you go through hard times, you don't react like your father did. You don't react like when your father was angry, or when your father was distant, or your father was unemotional, be able to take care of you. See, I think strong men are men that are full of the Holy Spirit, that can be strong and tough, but that they can also be weak, and they can cry, and they can be emotional, and they can share all kinds of emotions. Because that's who Jesus is. The greatest man that ever lived this earth. And that's what I want to be like. I want to be like Jesus. I want to lead my family like Jesus. I want to show my boys who Jesus is. I want to show this church who Jesus is. I want to show the world who Jesus is. And if I'm going to do that, I have to experience Jesus. Amen. Why don't you stand up this morning. If you're a dad, throw up your hand. If you're a dad, throw up your hand. If you're around a dad, just lay your hands on a dad. We're going to pray over dads right now. Father, we bless these fathers. We thank you for men. We thank you for men that don't run from their responsibilities. We thank you for men that provide for their families. We thank you for men that work hard. We thank you, God, for men that value the house of God, that value Jesus, that it values being here. We bless these men. And Father, we ask, as it says in Ephesians, for your unlimited resources, that you would strengthen them within her strength through the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus, that as they take steps to trust you, as they take steps to walk in faith, as they take steps to experience you, that you would pour out, lavish your love upon them, that they would experience your goodness, that they would know your voice, that they would know how deeply you're in love with them, that you are proud of them as men, that they are your sons. And as your sons, They get to come boldly to their father and receive grace and mercy and kindness and joy. God, we bless these men today. We bless their families. We bless their jobs. We bless their careers. We ask God that you would expand their territory in Jesus' name. We thank you for for men. I want to do this. If you're a young man, you're not a dad, raise your hand. If you're not a dad, raise your hand. Now lay your hand on one of these young men, okay? Because we need young men that will become great fathers and become men of God, amen? Father, we bless these young men. We bless these young warriors, these young lions in Jesus' name. We ask, God, that you fill them with the Holy Spirit. We ask you fill them with your wisdom. We ask God, you fill them with your thoughts, your plans, your heart, your agenda, we ask in Jesus' name. We ask God that you fill them with your love, that they find identity in you. They don't find identity and just... Other crazy things in this world, like crazy women or pornography, Lord, we thank you, God, that they find their identity, their truth in you. They find their character. They find who they are as men in you, Jesus. God, we bless them. We bless them. We ask you, favor them. We ask, God, you draw close to them and be with them in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Come on, give it up for Father's Day one more time. We love you. Hey, we love you. We love you. Happy Father's Day. Enjoy your day. Dads, relax. Eat way too much barbecue or steak or whatever than you should. But have a blessed day. We love you. We love you. We will see you next week.